0: you could have chose to be, you chose to be right here with us on breakfast with champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new breakfast with champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: I'm so excited uh, again. My name is Tamara Andres. I am a personal and professional development coach. I emphasize a uh, biblical principle associated to your business. I'm very passionate about bringing the word of God to light and to life um, in everything that I do, whether it's posting a reel or it's bringing your business into activation instead of ideation. Um, We so much sit in a jail cell of, I've got all these dreams and the dreams actually keep us inhibited where God's just like, hey, show up for me and see what I can do. And that is really connected to this idea of wealth. And if you look in my profile, you'll see that Galatians 5.22 is one of my life verses in fact. And so when I saw this week, Conversation, I was like, Of course, it's about wealth. And um, it is this but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Against such things, there is no law. And we think about this and we think, how in the world are we supposed to attain something so big and understand how to applicably put that in our life on a day-to-day basis? And really, it's the premise of this link that I'm putting up at the top. It's the premise of showing up. It's the premise of having this talk. It's the premise of creating relationships. It's the premise of Breakfast with Champions. Um, And honestly, it's the premise of how you should be breathing into every single moment. So we're gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna say this in full humility, no judgment, right? This is a judgment free zone. I, associated to that verse and so many other things, am so wealthy, so wealthy. And and honestly, even before we keep going, I want I want everyone to unmike and, and stand in that with me because it's already true in your life too. Unmike, and let's say I am so wealthy. I say. I know. I know. I know. Woo, doesn't that feel good? What? It's like butter coming off the lips. I want to say that every single morning. Actually, I'm going to declare that because I think if, if this is a life verse and I believe it to be true, do we say it over every situation? I'm not sure that you do, but I am encouraging you 1000% to start today. And I'm going to give you some tactical ways of doing that because maybe you don't believe it yet. Maybe you don't even understand how to own that mindset, heart set, and bank account. Maybe you believe it without a shadow of a doubt and you're on the opposite side of that coin and you're like, oh yeah, I'm rolling in the dough over here, figuratively. Maybe literally. Either way, I am certain of one thing that unites us here in Breakfast of Champions. It's the fact that we want more. We want more. And not in a greedy mentality, not in a, a god like bless me more than i can handle like i want to be prepared i want to be 1000 percent prepared for what god has in store for me we yearn for his promises we yearn for the more and i often wonder are you ready for it have you actually developed everything around you to be able to hold it because it's not just about having the right investments It's not just about creating this idea of like mentality of I am not poor, I am not broke, I am actually rich. I am rich in love, you hear people say. Are you? Have you really done that self-exploration and self-development? Sean said earlier, the good stuff we seek, we want to seek us too. I want to know when I wake up in the morning that it's already coming my way. I, I am sure of it. But it took me years to get to that place, to release control, control associated to wealth and riches, because we think that the more we do, the more will come. But in this last season of my life, I have totally been surrendered to the fact that the less I do and the more I be, the more I attract to every realm of prosperity in my life. Let go of what you think you actually need and take hold of what you're actually supposed to get. Steven said, who, who wants more? Can you flash your mic? Do you want more? Do you want more? wealth? let's see it. Who's in, who's hanging out with me today. All right, Jeannie. I see. All right, Jeanne. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Ella. All right, Pam, Patricia. I see you guys. All right. Hold tight. We're going to, we're going to have a good conversation. So I hope you got a pin out and I want you to practice some stuff with me too. um, And just be right. Just be with me. So a gal that I was, I've been mentoring for about the last year. She sent me a voice memo um, earlier this week and I could tell like in her voice, it was that strain that she was about to start crying and bust out into tears. And she was doing everything that she could to sustain herself. And she spoke about how she was feeling convicted and challenged by several conversations that I was having publicly over the last week. She is probably my number one podcast fan. She comes to every live conversation that I have um, with the fit and faith podcast. And it's, it's such a joy to have people like that in your community. You could probably think of the person who's just like sold out for what you do and just encourage you your biggest cheerleader. Ramon's that for me too, I'm so grateful. But she was worried and she was anxious about a challenge that had been presented to her based on a series of events and a series of conversations that had been happening. You know, when that happens to you, like maybe even this conversation right now, you're like, oh, I hear you, God, or I'm feeling so convicted, or maybe your heart is racing a little bit, or your gut is just in that knots because you know you need to activate, and it's something that you consistently hear, and yet you're not doing. So she's being faced with this, and it's an unknown concept of life. And it's an opportunity at the same time, right? Cause what if everything is an opportunity? What if you are the opportunity, but you have to take hold of it. It's right at your fingertips. I am certain that if you opened your eyes in the exact space that you're in right now, your mind's eye, of course, that there is a door that's cracked open for you. And the only reason you're not experiencing wealth or riches is because you have trepidation to walk into it. That you're, you're holding back the tears. Can I tell you that I have walked through so many doors and instead of standing in a space of fear and trepidation, though it might be the back mind of what's happening, I go in seeking, I go in with expectation that this door was cracked with purpose and reason and therefore something in here is for me. Because a prayer that I often pray is God, close every single door that's not meant for me and open every single door that is. I say this almost daily to myself because I don't want to be hanging out in rooms that aren't meant for me. I don't want to be going into spaces that are not meant for me. And oftentimes because of our desire, not just of greed, but our desire of purpose and our desire of good things too. We muddy the water and we start opening every single door. We're like, this one will work for me. This one's good. Ooh, that door is pink. Let's go in there. No, every door is not meant for you. Stop comparing yourself in the rooms that other people have entered into, thinking that the party is only existing in that space. I can tell you one thing. When I walk into a room, I create the party. And I do that with intention. I bring the life. I bring the light because the light and the life live within me. And so whether the room I walk into is grim or the room I walk into is jamming like it was this morning when I came in to Dr. Sean's music choice, I was like, all right, I can dive with this. I can magnify that light, but you have to know without a shadow of a doubt, what are you here for? What are you seeking? If we want what we're seeking to seek us, we got to know what that is. We have to have clarity and understanding of what that is. This conference that I have listed above, which is with so many incredible speakers in Nashville later this year, these people are certain of what they're seeking. And I am certain of what they're going to be helping you seek too. They show up to life every single day like this. Sometimes they knock on the door and they want to know who's on the other side. I did that with Breakfast of Champions over a year ago. And I'm like, who's in here? What's going on? And when that door was opened, I felt greeted. I felt welcome. There was a seat at the table. That doesn't mean that every single space, even though there's hundreds or thousands of people there, it's meant for you. Maybe you're meant to create the table. So she's sitting there and she has this, you know, frog in her throat. She's about to cry. And do you ever hear people say something out loud and you're like, well, that's silly or maybe that's dumb. <laughs> Why would you have that thought? That doesn't even make sense. Now, I am a super empathetic. I've worked on that through my life for sure, especially with women. And I remember initially thinking, what a silly thing to be afraid of. It's just a thought. It's not even an action. It's not even an actual thing. But a mindset change can be very scary. If we stopped focusing on our bank account, that feels like, oh, my goodness. People check their bank accounts multiple times a day. That literally makes me want to throw up. I have no desire to do that. And I don't. And I think that there is something to that. It's like checking your Instagram account or checking your email a thousand times a day. If you don't have that strategy corrected in your life, if you don't do it with intention, when you show up in that space, you are going to get distracted. An email is a perfect case scenario of explaining it comparative to your bank account or comparing it to any component of investment. You have to go into those spaces. You have to go into those rooms with intention Otherwise you will feel less than, you will feel that imposter syndrome. You will say, phew, I am broke. Look at those shoes. They are wearing some Louis." Is Alexander in the room, (laughs) right? But that comparison factor will stifle you. So here's what her challenge was. Here's the challenge. What if you live today as if your past didn't exist and the only truth you knew was the word and promises of God? How would you live? This is what she's telling me behind a tearful thought. What if you live today as if your past didn't exist and the only truth you knew was the word and promises of God, how would you live? I see people paralyzed all the time. The question is, who are you without your past? Maybe you grew up in a really financially sound environment maybe you're a trust fund baby, or maybe you grew up broke and homeless. Maybe you experienced poverty to a level I've never even thought to consider for my own life or my own children. But this is honestly where I believe society is stuck as a whole. Not just my sweet friend. It's this fact that when I take a 30,000 foot lens around the, the people, the communities, the environments, the nations, not just ours, but the world at large, this really isn't a conversation about the past, the present, or the future. It's a conversation about identity and it's a conversation about opportunity cost. Now, I'm gonna say opportunity cost and you're gonna be like, what does that mean? Where does that come from? Oh my gosh, she's getting into her business, Econ from College. No, (laughs) I'm not gonna do that to you and I'm not gonna do that to myself, but we do need to understand what this is. What are you giving up to get where he has promised you to be? What are you giving up? What are you willing to let go of? Are you clenching to old mindsets because they're comfortable? Are you clenching to old relationships because you're expected to be friends with that person or maybe they're in your family and so you think I have to? Maybe you're clenching to old eating patterns out, or out of comfort, materialism, old things that keep you stuck and broke. Maybe your house poor, maybe your car poor, maybe it's old strategies or systems associated to your business. Maybe it's the thought pattern that I can't afford, dot, dot, dot. Then you've not turned the page to the fact that this is already a one battle. The fight has already been fought on your behalf. You are already standing in the identity of wealthy. When you've surrendered your life, when you have come to the place where you're at the end of me, broke or rich, poor, impoverished, or overflowing at the vat, Either one of those still gives you not the verses, but the and to your wealth. The difference is how you activate it. The difference is how you grow for God. How are you risking it all? How are you putting it on the line? How are you letting go of the past and going towards persevering towards the future? Philippians, I was in the book of Philippians yesterday morning, and it's kind of what really stirred my spirit towards this conversation. And it's this knowing that like, it's not always easy. People think that concept of his his burden is light and his yoke is easy. I think his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Knowing the word of God, right? They think that, oh, it should all come to me. I'll just sit here and manifest it. Now, don't let me judge anyone who's in the room who manifests. Manifestation is a concept of the Bible, and I am all for it. I'm going to talk about NLP here in a minute. So if you're really like, where's this girl coming from? Why is she talking about all the woo-woo and all the Jesus? Well, it's one and the same. He is energetic. He created the world from dust. He created you from dust. So Philippians 3.12 says, now that I have already attained all of this. Did you hear that? You've already attained all of this wealth or have already arrived at my goal, I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. Did you hear that? So first he says, now that I've already obtained it, and then he said, I don't actually consider myself having already obtained it. The paradoxes of the Bible are my favorite because that in-between space, that's where we are we're not in heaven. The riches that he's promised aren't overflowing. Regardless of what your bank account says, I can tell you there is more. That is the seeking. And so the next thing that it says is, but the one thing I do, the one thing that I do is forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but I don't get choked up. When I think about this verse, yes, I have to let go. It's telling me I have to forget part of forget is forgiving, forgiving yourself for what your past might look like. Y'all, I, I have had a past, right? But my past does not define me. I have written an entire book, always becoming sex, shame, and love. You can get the whole backstory if you want. I've sealed it in history. The only reason that that book exists is because I want people to know that there is hope. I want people to have the steps to get out of that dark place. My family has been hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, almost filing bankruptcy, almost divorced, almost losing my children. I've been naked and afraid, not in the sense of the show. And yet, I stand here nearly six years later. It's not that long, right? It's not a lifetime. Six years, y'all. And I can stand here without a shadow of a doubt and full confidence to say you can too. So who are you without your past? Today, right now, you can claim, I am so wealthy, like we started this conversation. Opportunity cost. Are you clinching at the old and limiting yourself from what can be, what will be, what as absolutely certain is already yours? What if I told you that wealth depends on your perspective, that it depends on your knowledge of truth, not taxes, not, not crypto, not web three, not even business strategy. And I love some business strategy. I'll talk all day. I'll dream all day. I'll activate all day with you. But what if your wealth depends on relationships? It's the relationship with yourself. It's your relationship with God. It's your relationship connected to every single conversation after. What would you change? What would you change about your day? David talked about all the sales calls that he's making. What if it's not a sales call? He's talking about serving. What if it's not even a servant leadership example of self? What if it's a connection? What if it's saving someone's life? What if you're so sold out to the mission that it literally bleeds out of you that when you walk into the room, people know. I sat in this circle. At Mike Zeller's mastermind this past weekend. And you guys, if you weren't here to hear Mike Zeller and Amberly Lago's conversation yesterday, he's here, I think Tuesdays at 7.30 or something. He's phenomenal. His, his network of people is his net worth. And we'll talk about that here shortly. It's just those conversations, the relationship capital that he has and that I have associated because of him and many other people in this room who are connectors. I sat in a circle and I'm not saying this to, to stand outside of humility, but several people said, you're like sunshine, you're like sunshine. What does that mean? Is it because my brand is rainbow and they just naturally associate it? I don't know, but if so, I did a really good job branding, but no, it's the same exact thing that people told me when I was little, you light up a room with that smile. What are people telling you? What have people always told you in greatness, in affirmation, in compliment? Are you harnessing that thing? Or are you thinking that you can't make money? I can't be wealthy with a smile. What if you could? What if God's asking you to stand out boldly in that way? What would you change right now if you let go of your past? What if growth depended on it? What if you could not exist tomorrow without letting go? Letting go of the trauma, the heartache, the less than mentalities, even maybe the great memories to step into something greater. What if you were asked to let go of all of your assets? What if you were told to let go of the money and in order to win the prize you had to release? I've been consistently telling myself I am disconnected from money and I'm doing this for a couple of reasons. One, because I actually feel it. And what is so wild is the more I make this statement, the more money comes to me. It's an attraction. It's the law of attraction not because I'm simmering on the money, which they'll say simmer on the relationship and the relationship will come. It's actually the antithesis because I've released control because I've let go of the past and I am certain of the promise. And I want you to feel this way. I want you to be empowered. And I also want you to be very aware that in order for us not to be hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, but on the other side of that token, to be able to travel the world internationally with our family, to be able to serve people across the globe in a business sitting from my kitchen table, to be able to show up in this prosperous mindset, there were granular things I had to do. There were ultimately though, just a lot of conversations that I had to have. Conversations with myself, conversations with my partner, conversations with my spouse, conversations with business strategists, coaches, conversations a lot with my accountant and our financial advisor, a lot of conversations. And I want to inspire you with this. I had an NLP training with Mike, Mike Zeller that I just mentioned, and he this was through a computer screen. And, and for those of you who are like, how does all this go together? I just, I want you to explore straining towards a prize going forward is expanding your mind you have to let go of preconceived notions you have to let go of the limiting beliefs or the mindsets or the barriers that have been put inside of you even from a religious perspective i did not even understand what this was and i often thought that it was like a disconnected experience from what god was telling me to do but he says meditate on the word and he says that i can go into that space of rest and breath because that's what he gifted me, then maybe we should slow down a little bit and explore the concept of vulnerability that Brene Brown talks about, the concept that the miracle mentality explores with Tim's story, who will be speaking at the conference, the conference that also connects people like Dr. Caroline Leaf to the conversations of the mental mess, resources. You've got to focus on the resources that are at your fingertips. And so I sat there with him And I went into this exploratory uh, opportunity and this exploration of me speaking to myself five years from now. This is several months ago and it is literally like ingrained when I close my eyes talking to you right now, it's ingrained. It's ingrained no different than the time that I face-to-face met Jesus. Now Jesus was a lot prettier than the experience that I had, but that's just because of the state of being in which I was in clawing for life versus feeling pretty content, clawing for life six years ago and standing in contentment six years later. That was a blink of an eye. Felt really hard in the mist. It felt so slow in the process. It felt impossible. For the visions of speaking on stage, for the visions of having a book, for the visions of having an intact, beautifully sound family playing together. It takes work. It takes effort. It says right here, but the one thing I do is forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Straining does not feel easy, but I'm telling you right now that it can be. So I'm sitting in this conversation with myself and my brain and the intent was for me to fast forward five years. Five years, not long, but far enough. I could still recognize myself. I didn't have that many more fine lines in my sweet young skin. But I was in a different space. I was in a different house. I was in a different place. I had a different light about me. The sunshine that I was emitting was brighter. And I sat with myself, myself and myself, I know, kind of stick with me here. And I asked two questions, not two probed questions. Mike didn't tell me like what question to ask. He just said, I want you to ask her a question. What do you want to know? And the first question that I asked was, how does it feel? Because guess what? None of the things around her mattered. But I knew her emotion, her heart set mattered. How did it feel? She went on to explain how it felt and I could just see it. She didn't even have to answer. So the fact that I asked that question was probably redundant because I could totally just resonate with what was happening. But the very next question I asked is the question that I want you all to focus on when it comes to wealth. I said, how did you get here? She smiled really big. And the answer has left me in a state of peace for the last several months. Peace, not worrying about what room I'm necessarily standing in. Not worried about how many people are in that room when I go not worrying about how many people are on the other side of the stage or on the other side of the phone or on the other side of the live stream, not worried about how many numbers or likes or follows, not worried about the flesh, not worried about my bank account, not worried about my investment account, not worried about how many pieces of property I have or want, not worried. Do not be anxious about anything, but by everything through prayer and petition, present yourself or your quest to God with thanksgiving. (laughs) Thanksgiving, it's already been done. Can you thank him now for what you want? Present your request to God with thanksgiving and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I have that one memorized because anxiety is running rampant and I need to remind the world that their anxious, depressive state, their frog in their throat moment where they cannot release, It says with Thanksgiving, release it to him and it will be done. And so the answer to that question of how did you get here? She said one conversation at a time. And I thought, holy moly, I'm getting it wrong. Holy moly, that sounds so easy. Holy cow, how many people a day do you have an opportunity to have a conversation with? And what if that changed the trajectory of your wealth, of your life, of your mission? His mission, I stood on the stage with Glenn Lundy at the final moment of Grow for God uh, annual conference that's happening all the time now, every year. I get the honor of taking that hosting full on with my team and the vision and the incredible speakers who have partnered with me. But Glenn and I stood there when we co-hosted it last year and we put our hands in army mission mode. We stood like a soldier and we empowered every person in the room to stay on mission, to be on purpose. In order to be on purpose, you've got to know where you're going, not with certainty, on what you're going to get in the process, but who are you running after? Maybe not the conversation with the people in this room. Maybe you need to have a conversation with God. Maybe you need to release in order to run forward. Maybe like this link up above right now, you just need to know your numbers. You need to figure out where you are right now in order to know where you're going. And you need to release everything associated to that in order to have a tracking system that develops you a budget. Holy cow. Get on mission. People stop going through life, free falling, fearful of where you're going to land. Grow your business for God's sake is intended to do just that. And I am so honored to be a part of it. I am so honored to make it happen. It'll be in Nashville later this year and I know you're going to be in the room. We already have about a hundred people that will be there and it's only got space for 300. We launched a premiere ticket today because I want you to have one conversation at a time with people of high caliber who are willing to invest in themselves. Get in the room with the speakers, get in the room with the people that you think you can't have access to that I'm giving you permission and access to right now get your ticket today. I love you. I'm so excited to see what you are going after. DM me. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.